You are listening to the She Means Profit podcast with Melissa Houston, CPA, financial strategist for CEOs, and a Forbes.com contributor. She Means Profit is a podcast dedicated to helping small business owners just like you become a master at your finances without confusion so that you can increase your profit and net worth. With over 20 years of experience working with business owners, I'm sharing with you real and actionable advice that will give you the tools to take your financial power back. Let's make some major money moves together. Hey, welcome to another episode of She Means Profit, the podcast that speaks to business owners about how to build wealth for yourself through your business. Today, we're going to be talking about how to raise money for your business when bootstrapping just isn't enough. I am a huge fan of bootstrapping, but I totally get it. Not all businesses are able to do that. And there comes a time when you need to grow and you need to grow quickly or you need a cash infusion because you're still in the pre-seed developing your product phase. So I am going to walk you through the different types of options that are available to you to help give you an informed choice. Okay, because I see a lot of what's going on. I especially noticed at a couple of the VC conferences I was at this summer, people are like just starving to get VC and they don't understand exactly what it means. It's the hot topic, but people aren't talking about what you're actually giving up if you get funding from a venture capitalist. So here's a hint. VC funding is not always the best way to raise capital and VC funding may not be right for your business. So we are going to dive into that. But before we get started, oh, welcome to episode 152. I can't believe we're at, that's where my O was. I can't believe we're at 152 already. And some of you have been asking me for an update on Georgie, which I totally appreciate. God, I love that dog. For those of you who don't know, Georgie is our puppy. She's our latest addition. We got her in October and she has just been a wonderful addition to the family. She is not really a puppy anymore. She had her one-year birthday in August. And it's funny because she's a lab, so she should be a natural swimmer. And I thought she would be swimming like a dolphin this summer with us. But ironically, she has zero interest in swimming in the pool. Personally, I think it's because our older dog, Charlie, who's a shipu and hates the water naturally, so he refuses to swim. And our beautiful yet kind of dumb Georgie thinks she should be doing everything that he does. He's like, I don't know, maybe a fifth of her size, maybe a little bit less. And she just follows him because she knows him as her older brother. It's been fun. Georgie's been great. And obviously we look forward to many, many years to come with her. But speaking of summer, it reminds me like it's fading away. The nights are getting colder. The days are nice and warm and the leaves are starting to change. Now, my most favorite season is fall, so I'm kind of excited that it's almost here. But I do get sad because from November to March, I continually whine about how I want the summer back. And those months are like the summer months are so coveted up here in Canada. It's basically June, July, and August. That's where you get your warm months. That's it. So I'm planning to get away with this year, and I need to start thinking about where I'm going to go south this year. So that's on my mind. But I don't want to bore you with all those details, so let's get into it. So know your options when raising capital for your business. This is a good hot topic. 
If you're a business owner and you want to grow your operations, whether you're in startup mode or you're expanding your business, raising capital can be a critical component of your success. So with the right financial strategy, you can take your business to the next level. Next level obviously with me means profit and realize your dreams of growth and success. So there's many options available and I want to keep you informed because you may not be aware of all these options or you may know them and you may feel overwhelmed and not know which route to take. So understanding your options and the impact that they're going to have on your business is crucial to making your informed decision of what capital raise you should choose, like what path to go down. Whether you choose the traditional route of securing a bank loan or opting for crowdfunding or what have you, it's important to weigh the pros and cons of each method. So let's dive into that. And these are some of the most popular questions that we get asked about raising capital you need to choose the best one for your needs, okay? Now, bootstrapping is my number one favorite. And for those of you who don't know what bootstrapping is, this basically involves using your own resources, which means that the profit that you're making in your business, you're going to reinvest into your business and grow your business. So basically, you are self-financing your business. Bootstrapping can be an excellent strategy for entrepreneurs who want to maintain control over your company and avoid taking on debt. So I talk about the pros and cons of taking on debt. And actually, you probably hear mostly cons from me because I'm not a big fan of it. I do take on debt for my own business, but I don't like to see other people in positions of debt because I know debt is ultimately bad. What you're doing is you are paying money to borrow money and it can put a financial strain on your business. And I know it does that. But I also am impatient and I want to grow my business. So I will take on debt to try to grow it faster. I've made many mistakes along the way. Actually, I think I'm going to do a podcast episode on the mistakes I've made by taking out debt for my business. I have a love-hate relationship with debt and I really struggle with it. So I prefer telling people to stay away from it. But I guess that's kind of making me a hypocrite in the same sense too, right? So I really do encourage you to take as minimal debt as possible for your business. And if you can bootstrap your business, that is by far the best way to grow your business. Because first of all, you're keeping complete control over your business. And secondly, you're not wasting your resources on interest expense. Okay, because debt is costly, especially these days with inflation. The cost of debt just keeps rising and rising. So the idea is to reinvest your profit from your business into growth which results as a controlled growth, which is way less risky for yourself, right? I want you to keep that in mind while you consider your options. So bootstrapping is the route of taking on no debt and you're not giving away any control of your company. You're in full control of your company and you are growing as your profit grows. Bootstrapping may not be an ideal option for businesses that require significant upfront capital or have limited resources. And as my business grows and my community grows, I'm getting a lot of founders who are in that pre-seed stage. You really want to know about how to get your VC capital because it's a need. It is a need. So I will cover that. Okay, so the second option that you have is crowdfunding. So crowdfunding is becoming more popular these days. And it's a fundraising strategy that allows businesses to raise capital from a large group of people 
typically through an online platform. So I know there's a couple of online platforms out there for whatever reason, I can't think of their names right now. But with crowdfunding, you can show your business off and showcase your products and services to potential investors and ask for donations. So what this means is these are unaccredited investors. They're not really even investing in your business. What they're doing is they're just supporting your idea. They think your business is a great idea and they're giving you donations. So you owe nothing in return for crowdfunding. It can be a great way to raise capital quickly because you don't have to go through any hoops and just whatever obstacles to get yourself out there. From what I've seen of those crowdfunding platforms, it's fairly straightforward. You can set up your platform online and go live very quickly and hopefully you'll get a bunch of donations on your business idea. So crowdfunding can be a great way to raise capital quickly and without the need for extensive financial documentation. However, you are competing against a lot of other businesses. You must have a compelling story and marketing strategy to stand out. Now, a third option, which is becoming popular, is angel investing. So having an angel investor invest in your business, what that means is angel investors are typically high net worth individuals who invest in early stage and startup companies in exchange for equity ownership. So these investors can bring valuable experience and contacts to a business as well as capital. So ideally, angel investors are people who have been there, done that, and want to support the next generation of business owners who are coming in and launching their business. Working with an angel investor can be beneficial since angel investors often have a vested interest in seeing your business succeed. However, the process of finding and securing an angel investor can be time-consuming and extremely competitive. There's a company that, or a not-for-profit foundation that I interviewed not too long ago for Forbes, and they were telling me like they have 15 spaces and they had a thousand applicants to go through their angel investing program. And that's a lot of competition, right? So it can be tricky to get that funding, but you also have to be prepared. Like not all angel investors are asking for equity in your business. Some angel investors are just giving you a loan. So it's not through a bank. So it's not as secured as through a bank. Maybe they're going to give you $300,000 up front, but they're going to ask for like an 8% interest annual charge that you have and maybe payments that you have to pay back regularly or whatever terms that they're setting up. Angel investors have full control over how they manage and lend you money. And typically what they're doing is expecting you to pay that back. Okay, so now the hot topic is venture capital. Actually, before we go into venture capital, let's go into bank loans. Because bank loans are one of the most traditional methods of raising capital for your business. Banks offer a range of loan types from small business loans, or if you are ready to use your own personal equity to back up your loan, there's lines of credit and asset-based loans. There's all different kinds of loans. Bank loans can be a great option for businesses with, like if you have a proven track record of having revenue and profitability, and maybe some collateral to offer, you should be able to get a bank loan under your business name. Now, a lot of bank loans can be difficult to secure if you don't have a strong credit profile, and the interest rate can be high. So not a lot of startup businesses are looking for bank loans, because typically you have to use your personal credit score to get one, and everything just typically goes through you as a person instead of your business, because your business is a startup, and you haven't established that credit report for your business. So 
but bank loans are an option. I highly discourage business owners from using your credit cards as financing. I have been guilty of it. I won't lie. Big mistake, big mistake. And you think that you've got revenue coming in the door. So you're like, yeah, I can handle to take on this loan. And then the market turns, the revenue doesn't come in and you're stuck with this 20% interest payment on your credit cards. So I highly recommend that you stay away from that. It's a money suck. Now to the venture capital, the hot topic. Venture capital is a type of funding that is provided by professional investors. So there's a lot of legalities that go into creating a venture fund. And it's often in the States, it's in the form of a limited partnership. And it's there to support early stage and high growth companies. So venture capital firms are typically looking for really promising businesses that have like a new and innovative idea and show a lot of promise. And they're ready to invest larger amounts of money than you typically would find with an angel investor. Many angel investors tend to offer capital around like 100,000 or 300,000. I don't think I've seen anything more than 300,000, but that's not to say that it doesn't exist. But it's definitely smaller than what a venture capital firm can offer you because venture capital firms offer in the amounts of millions of dollars, depending on the business and what kind of funding they're looking for. And they also, who's investing in you, may see, they may want a seat on your board of directors. So when you get into venture capital, there is a lot of paper, there's a lot of legalities that go into it. It can be a good option for businesses that have high growth potential. So if you're a business who's like, I'm being held back because I don't have the capital to grow my business as much as I'd like, and I really want to get my product to market as quickly as possible, that may be a good option for you. Venture capital funding also requires a significant amount of documentation and due diligence, as well as the prospect of giving up a large percentage of equity. And when you're giving up equity in your business, you're giving up control. And a lot of people that I spoke to this summer didn't realize they thought, oh, venture capital is the place where we should go get our money. But they don't understand that when you're dealing with venture capital, you are giving up control. And your venture capitalist, if they're looking at to invest you, they expect you to grow your business and be ready for an exit within 10 years. And they also own a piece of the pie of your business, right? So they own control many founders don't realize that by giving away part of your company with equity, it means that you're giving up control. So if you think your CEO is going to have full control over your business, once you get into bed, so to speak, with a venture capitalist, that isn't necessarily the case anymore. So you definitely want to check that paperwork to see if that's a situation that you're putting yourself into. Because if you don't read the fine print and if you don't get these rules established before you sign, you are going to be in a situation that you may not particularly like because you don't have any control. So always examine your contracts and agreements carefully and understand how your choices are going to impact your business. Every choice that you make in your business, you need to be in a conformed decision. And that's no different when you're raising money for your business. So raising capital and raising money are essentially the same things in case this terminology is tripping you up. And if you are looking for ways to raise that. And if you're looking for venture capital funding, we are going to be doing a couple of more series on venture capital funding and pitching and what it's really like and what investors are looking for. So for angel investing and for venture capital investing, it's more formal and you need to have pitches, you need to have pitch decks, you need to have 
all sorts of financial information. And we will explore that further in a few episodes from now. In the meantime, you can remember that raising capital for your business requires careful consideration of your available options. Bootstrapping is still my favorite, but from bootstrapping to venture capital, there are many ways to fund your business and each will have its benefits and drawbacks. So just be careful, make sure you educate yourself, understand what your needs and goals are for your business so that you can choose the option that best serves your business, serves your needs, and sets you up for success. Now remember, there are three ways to work with me. And if you haven't grabbed a copy of Cash Confident, An Entrepreneur's Guide to Creating a Profitable Business, you need to grab your copy of that book now. The link is in the show notes. So read my book. You can sign up for the Cash Confident Framework Program. I will leave a link in the show notes if you're interested in that. Or you can apply to work with me one-on-one. Depending on your unique needs, I only work with a handful of businesses. So you need to be bringing in revenue, working towards growing your business, and being very ambitious. Those are the people that I like to work with. So if you think that's you and you want to have more one-on-one support and guidance in your business, you can apply to work with me and I will see you in the community. Thank you for joining us on the She Means Profit podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, I ask you to hit subscribe, rate the podcast and leave a review. You can find us on Instagram and LinkedIn at Melissa Houston CPA and join us in our She Means Profit Facebook group.